it's kind of this interesting psychological thing that makes me think about, you know, why do we find ourselves chasing after and putting effort into relationships that we're not getting back what we're putting in? times me. I am your host, Chris Zervis. For anyone that's new to this show, on Third Times Me, we talk about all things relationship, toxic relationships, setting boundaries, dating yourself, loving yourself, and everything that comes with that. The name of the podcast show came from the fun fact, for those of you that are new to the show, that I, Kristen Zervis, have been engaged twice before. And the third time around was me choosing myself instead of another partner. So that's what inspired the show. And here we are. And the show has unfolded itself into talking about a variety of different topics, but it always comes back to putting yourself first and your happiness first and really taking dedicated time to explore that. I'm going to be super real with you guys right now, my listeners. I'm a couple of glasses of wine in. So this may be more vulnerable than normal, maybe the same amount of vulnerability. We'll find out how it's going to go. I don't typically drink when I record um, unless I have a guest on hand. I do usually offer my guests a beverage of choice, sometimes alcoholic, sometimes not. But a lot of my recent recordings have been solo episodes, so no alcohol involved in them. But I am um, spending some time um, out at a family cabin in Central Oregon right now, and it's definitely become my R&R happy place to come out here, um, just spending some time out here with the pups and just being out in nature, did some rock climbing yesterday, and I'm just really feeling at peace and I'm very relaxed here. And so a couple of glasses of wine in, this should make for an interesting episode. I have been thinking the last several days about what I wanted to talk about for this week's episode. And just to give you guys a heads up, for anyone that's new, I do bring on guests from time to time, um, and I do also do many solo episodes. I've had um, quite a few solo recordings lately, and I am really excited to get some conversation going with future guests, so stay tuned. I've actually got three guests lined up um, coming up here pretty soon. There's going to be a mix of male and female folks on the show, and it's going to be some really interesting, juicy, telling spill on the tea type of conversation. So stay tuned and get caught up. If you're new, you know, scroll through my past episodes, um, see what piques your interest based off the titles. I try to really have my titles be telling of what the episodes are about. So um, take a peruse through the show. Um, This will be episode 33, I believe. And so here we go. For this week, what's really been heavy on my heart And something that, you know, I feel like my creative juices and these therapeutic types of conversations usually come out best in me, I'm realizing, um, as I reflect on a lot of the solo recordings I've done. It usually comes out very raw and authentic and real when it's something that's been going on in my life as of recent or has been on my mind and I've kind of been, you know, internally reflecting on it, processing it, maybe talking to other people about it, maybe not. Um, But usually when it's something that's kind of 
pretty present and active and on my mind is usually the best time for me to share it with you guys. And that can be a little scary. I'm not going to lie. But I think that's what makes for good, relatable content. And so I am excited to talk to you guys about this today. And I hope that this will be relatable to some people. I, you know, I think that there is a lot of us, especially in this category of being in your 30s, especially where you hit a point in your life where you start to set better boundaries with people in your life. And I have done episodes in the past on people pleasing and boundary setting, so I'm not going to be rehashing that episode. But more specifically, what I'm talking about with boundaries is protecting your energy. And I think the older that you get, the more we realize how precious life is and how much of an importance it is to protect your mental health and well-being and protect where you feel emotionally safe. And for some people, this can be very easy. The older I've gotten and the more I've gotten to know different people in this world from all different places in this world and have had all different experiences in life and come from all different types of backgrounds, I realize that this does come rather naturally to some people you know, just based off of their life experiences, setting healthy boundaries, standing up for themselves and not having a hard time cutting people out of their life or setting boundaries and creating a protection wall around themselves a little bit um, and being cautious and intentional about who they let into their life and who they give their energy to. To some people, this is natural and easy and not too hard of a thing. I am not one of those people. I've struggled for a lot of my life of feeling this sense of obligation to keep certain people close in my life, to show up for certain people in my life time and time again, to put extra effort into maintaining relationships, trying to fix relationships that maybe have been troublesome over the years or maybe had falling outs and putting that responsibility on myself and putting that pressure on myself to fix those things, focus on those things, reach out to those people. And this is not to be mistaken or confused with taking responsibility. I'm talking about two completely separate things. So if you're sitting there listening right now thinking like, okay, Chris, like you need to take ownership for, you know, what your part is and in, in things in life um, and your part of relationships. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking complete full ownership and responsibility for things that are crumbling around you or things that maybe aren't serving you. And even when the other person's maybe not putting an effort into the relationship or um, maybe the other person's not, you know, equally putting as much um, effort to maintain that relationship or um, have conversations to come to an understanding, to mutually respect one another, things like that. This feeling of obligation to keep certain people close in your life just because of who they are in your life. I've struggled with this off and on my entire life. Recently, it's been really heavy on my mind and heart. And something that I've been processing a lot of lately is that throughout a lot of my life, I have struggled with obligatory relationships. And I have been talking to my therapist about this recently. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that can relate to this. And so I want to be really open and vulnerable and honest about my struggles with this. I find myself 
putting a lot of the initiation and the responsibility of certain relationships in my life, I find myself putting that on my shoulders. And even when the other person on the other side is not putting in either as much energy or effort as I am, or maybe not a healthy level of energy or initiation or effort, or has shown me time and time again that they're not going to show up for me in the way that I'm showing up for them. You know, this can be friends, this can be family, this can be a variety of different figures in your life and relationships. But I've found myself, for some doggone reason that I am still figuring out, I find myself putting that on my shoulders and putting that responsibility 100% on myself. And it is emotionally taxing and it's really draining on your energy. And years ago, I was traveling to New York City um, with someone that I was dating um, at the time to visit some of his family. And we were visiting um, his sister and her partner. And I'll never forget. It's one of those funny random memories that like you find in your brain. It's just kind of sitting there and you can't remember exactly where it happened, when it happened, but you just have this conversation or this one sentence that someone said to you that just really stuck with you and resonated. And the partner of the guy that I was dating at the time, so his sister, her um, fiance, or maybe it was husband at the time, we were sitting down having a heart to heart about our relationships with our parents. And she was struggling at the time. She had split parents and she had a really amazing relationship with her mother. And every time that she spoke to her mother on the phone, you know, usually about once a week, she would come away from those conversations being lifted and empowered and feeling supported and optimistic and all of these amazing qualities and sensations and feelings. On the flip side, every time that she would get off the phone with her father, she would feel down. She would feel sad. She would feel scared. She would feel frustrated with the world. And her partner was bringing to her attention, you know, hey, honey, I, you know, notice that every time you get off the phone with your mom, you're this way. And this is the energy that you seem to have and project into our relationship and within yourself. And then every time you get off the phone with your father, this is how you seem. This is the energy you project into our relationship and onto yourself. And I was just kind of an observer, a fly on the wall for this conversation. And I remember just how much that stuck with me because that has been something that I've noticed the older I've gotten, that there are certain people in my life that don't bring out sides of me that I like, that don't bring positive energy to me and it's just energy that's being spent on my end into the relationship that drains me, that frustrates me um, or gets me worked up, whatever it may be. And, you know, it's kind of this interesting psychological thing that makes me think about, you know, why do we find ourselves chasing after and putting effort into relationships that we're not getting back what we're putting in? I think a lot of people can relate to this in a romantic sense. It's, you know, the typical um, 
cliche relationship status where one person's more into the relationship or into the other person than the other person is. So you have Sally and Joe dating and you have Sally that's obsessed over Joe and Joe's not obsessed over Sally. And here they are, Sally chasing after Joe and Joe just doesn't give a fuck about the relationship. But for some reason, it's appealing to continue to chase after it and put in effort. Why do we do this to ourselves? I can't tell you exactly why we do this, but what I can tell you is my experiences and what I've observed and reflected on in my life. And I can share that throughout my entire life, I can consistently think of one, if not two, if not three, if not multiple people that I've had in my life at all times. And they've, they've kind of come and gone and they've been different people in different stages and different years of my life. But there has consistently been people in my life, whether it be family, romantic partners, or friends that I have found to be an unhealthy balance of energy spread between the two of us. And I have found myself over accommodating for the relationship, for the unknown, putting in more effort than the other person, finding myself stressing about why things weren't healthy, why things weren't happy, why things weren't in a good place with that relationship. I've had friendships fall out because of these types of things where I find myself sitting here confused and lost and not understanding what went wrong. I'd be really curious to hear from you guys if anyone else could relate to this because sometimes I feel like I'm just talking kind of craziness and nonsense, but I know that there's people that can relate to this feeling. The really exciting thing about all of these realizations that I've had (laughs) very recently about a lot of these things, and um, this year has been a really big growth year for me, but a lot of these things have come to me and I've been able to kind of process and, you know, dig deep internally and talk about it a lot in therapy and, um, you know, figure out what's going on here and and why things have been the way they've been and why I've had some of these struggles. The reason I've been able to get to that place of getting some clarity and getting some answers for myself is honestly because I'm in a place now where I have, and I have for some, quite some time, but I'm in a place now where there's some some crucial relationships in my life that are so incredibly strong and so incredibly healthy. And both individuals in the relationship are standing strong and independent within that relationship. And they're both equally putting in effort and they're both equally giving good energy into the relationship. And when I think about the people that I want to have in my life and the people that I want to give my energy and my time to, I want to make sure that after I walk away from conversations with people, I most oftentimes feel either inspired, uplifted, loved, heard, or a combination of all of those things. And I want the other people in my life to also feel one, if not multiple or all of those things from me when they walk away from a conversation with me. If you have people in your life that you do not feel mentally and emotionally safe when you are with them, when you are, you are spending your energy thinking about them, having conversations with them, talking to them, working on solving problems with them, having disagreements with them. 
if you don't feel mentally and emotionally safe with them, it doesn't matter who they are in your life. It doesn't matter if it's a family member, if it's a friend, if it's a partner. You owe it to yourself to set boundaries. Sometimes it's necessary to cut people out in your life. And I don't want to sound extreme, but you know, I've come such a long way with what it means to set boundaries and giving myself the permission to do what's best for me has been a long fucking road that I have been on. And I'm finally in a place where I refuse to feel guilty about doing that anymore. So if anyone ever makes you feel bad for setting boundaries, for saying no, for ending a relationship or putting up some walls because you need to create a life for yourself that is filled with happiness and support and love, then that person doesn't need to be in your life. So I want all of you guys today listening to this episode, whenever you listen to this episode, it might be today, might be tomorrow, might be next week. But whenever you're listening to this episode, I want you to paint a quick picture in your mind of all of the key people in your life. And maybe if it's a little bit easier, we can imagine this in different circles. We can imagine this as a circle and category of friends. We can imagine a separate category and circle of family. We can imagine a separate category and circle being maybe colleagues or professional contacts. And then we can even think about maybe another circle of like romantic people in your life. But paint a picture and think about the people that are in your life and think about the last time you talked to that person, the last time you saw that person. How did you feel? How did you feel walking away from that conversation? How did you feel after that date? How did you feel after that phone call? How did you feel after that meeting? How did you feel after that trip with that person? Did you feel drained? Do you consistently feel drained? And I want to just clarify here. This is not a, you know, I trust that all of you guys are taking everything that I'm sharing with you guys from a kind of from a lens of trends and overarching themes, like nothing that I speak on on the show, just to be completely crystal clear, is one-off situation-based advice. I'm talking about themes and trends and behavioral patterns. So if you consistently find yourself walking away from conversations and hangout sessions and dates or trips or meetings or whatever it may be, feeling drained, feeling down, feeling aggravated, feeling down on yourself, feeling frustrated with the world, with life, feeling hopeless, any of those really dirty, icky feelings. And that's consistently the theme and how you feel when you get exposure to that person, then it's probably time to set a boundary and potentially maybe needing to remove that person from your life. And you know, sometimes removing someone from your life doesn't need to be completely to the extreme of cutting them off completely, never talking to them again, but it could just be about a stricter boundary and how close you're going to let them into your life. There's, when I think about creating a healthy, emotionally and mentally safe place for yourself in this world, I envision each person ideally creating this, you know, smallish bubble kind of around them. And this is just a clear, clear little bubble that no one else can see. This bubble is something that you, 
the person, the owner of this bubble and of this life, only responsible for your happiness, the only person is you. You are deciding the handful of people that are going to be allowed to be in that little bubble. And those are people that you feel and you have proven to you and that you have formed relationships with over years a lot of times that and you've you know for certain that you can trust them that there is um, an equal spread of energy between the two of you you're giving you're taking they're giving they're taking and you guys support each other and you love each other and you show up and unconditionally love each other and accept one another for who you each are and then on the outside of that smallish bubble, there's going to be another bubble that's like a small medium-sized bubble. And there might be some folks in there that, you know, you you really love and you enjoy them and they're great additions to your life and you value them and they value you, but you know, maybe not the folks that you would trust with everything. And then there's another layer. And that larger outer exterior bubble is one that is people in your life that you want to have in your life, but they're the kind of people that you don't need to talk to every week or even every month or maybe even every quarter or year. They might be people that you keep in contact with to just be cordial with because there's a relationship connection to someone else in your life that's really important to you and is more in that inner circle small bubble. These are people that you need to be intentional with. You need to be thoughtful with and be cautious with on how much energy you put into them. Because at the end of the day, all of the energy that you spend on folks that are not a healthy place and a healthy outlet for you to be exerting your energy into is just energy spent on things that you could be spending on the tons of other people and things and hobbies and passions in your life that are giving you joy and fueling your fire. So for this week's episode, if I want you to take anything away from it, it is simply that be thoughtful and be intentional about the people in your life that you give your energy to and how you spend that energy. You know, there is something to be said about reevaluating this once in a while. The people in your life that maybe five years ago were the folks that you put all of your energy into are maybe not the folks now that you put all of your energy into. Things change over time and sometimes, you know, not all relationships are meant to last forever. Not all friendships are meant to last forever. And it's good every once in a while to kind of just do a little bit of like a balancing of your checkbook, if you will, and taking a look at the withdrawals and the deposits and kind of seeing, you know, how things have been trending the last six months, 12 months, two years, five years, and just kind of reevaluating. Maybe it's time to kind of shift a little bit. You know, we all go through different stages in our lives where some people that used to be in that inner circle of the folks that we really gave all our energy to, you know, maybe their bubble has changed. Maybe they now have, you know, started their own family. They're married now. Maybe they once were a really good friend of yours, but now they have a partner and now they have two kids at home and they're living next to their in-laws and they have a whole new life for themselves where for their own mental sanity and health and time and energy, they can't be giving you exactly the level of energy into that friendship that you guys once had before when you were two single friends just running around town. So it's okay and it's not always a negative thing and it's not always a reflection of that person being a bad person or you being a bad person. It just could be 
a change in circumstances. So there's lots of different reasons as to why you might want to reevaluate these things. And sometimes those are hard emotional things to think about and sometimes they're not, but I just do think that it's important and I want to encourage everyone to just take a minute, you know, now and again to kind of just reevaluate where your energy is being spent. If you are finding yourself drained and frustrated and it's being connected to certain people in your life and it's a trending pattern, then it might just be a time, it might just be time to take a look at that and do a quick evaluation of maybe where you can shift things and prioritize your energy in places that will serve you and will give you good energy back. That's it for this week's episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I would love to hear from you. And y'all know the drill. I'm on Instagram at Chris Zervis, K-R-I-S-Z-E-R-V-A-S. I'm also on TikTok. And I would love for any of my new listeners that haven't done so yet to, um, you know, leave your thoughts on the show, leave a quick reading on the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you use to listen to the show. If you can just take a quick second now that you're already on the episode right now listening to it, just take a quick second and go to the main show page and just leave a quick star rating. It's just as simple as that. You don't even have to write a review, but just leave a star rating. A one through five is how most of them work. And that would be super helpful. It just helps to get the word out there, helps to get more exposure for the show. But thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. I hope you guys like this. I hope this resonated with some of you. My goal for the show is to just talk to folks out there and let you guys know that you're not alone. We're all going through these things. So Love you guys all so, so much. And I look forward to hanging out with you guys again next week. Have a good one.